Hi, this is Michelle with Mishmash. How are you guys doing today? I hope good. So, this is take two. <laughs> this is meaningless to you guys, but I just thought it was funny because I just was on a roll recording and then my husband comes in and his phone hasn't been working so I wasn't able to let him know, like, don't come in here, I'm recording. So yeah, um, <laughs> but let's get into it. For me, I'm going to get back into it for you guys. This is the first and um, I was just talking about or let's talk about Insecure. So the season finale was last night and I mean, even still, I didn't watch it last night. I watched it not too long ago and it just kind of put me in a bummer mood. Okay, so (laughs) the general theme of the episode was loss loss of loss of your ideals of what you think x should be you know whatever x is so let's get into it we'll start i'm gonna do this character by character because each there's like a crescendo of you know shit going down with each character (laughs) okay so we're gonna start off with the smallest with tiffany and um that one was kind of rough she um we start off with her being uh missing she's been missing and she was supposed to come back in the morning she left the previous day it was supposed to come back in the morning and she did it her husband of course is upset and like freaking out trying to find her so her and the girl her him and the girls um all of her friends start retracing all of her steps from the night before to try to find her and um they they eventually do they find her at a hotel and It was just an interesting storyline. So first of all, we didn't get much of Tiffany this season, right? Very small amounts. And overall, the storyline has been like, she's a new mom, but she kind of misses her old her old single life. Like, it's kind of hard for her to, uh, to get used to momhood, right? And this this storyline ended in this finale just kind of really showing like it's not just that she misses her old life it's that she has postpartum depression that's kind of what they were insinuating and she's really depressed and she can't handle this right now um she can't handle being a mom right now it was just really really sad um i don't have a i don't have like i've only had I've had one pregnancy, I have two kids, and, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't think I've ever had postpartum depression, so I can't relate to it, like, I don't know what that's like, my husband swears that I did, I'm like, I don't, like, I don't know, all I can say is, like, based off of what I've seen on TV, based on what I've looked up, I don't think I did, I was just fucking tired, <laughs> like, I was fucking tired, I had twins, they were on different feeding schedules, I was up all goddamn night, basically, feeding these babies, and, you know, at the time, I didn't know that I had ADHD, um, but that, 
like I don't know how other people with ADHD how they fared with that but it was like it made my brain so fucking fuzzy like for months for months like that the all of the hormones and shit that goes along with pregnancy like that just made my brain so fuzzy so I'm saying crazy but I just mean like legit fuzzy like there's a lot of memories I don't really have but of the memories I do have like it was such a positive after I had the babies like the pregnancy was rough as hell I was scared to even try to get pregnant again um (laughs) it was like torture that was torture 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 the pregnancy I hated it but once I had the babies like I could not have been happier so I'm like I don't think I don't know I say that I say all that to just be like what's normal what's not and I it's like a terrible trying to compare something and you really don't know what's normal already so so it's like I don't know maybe maybe that what they portrayed on the show is more normal and what I went through or felt is abnormal I don't really know but like I definitely didn't feel overwhelmed from being a mom like I wanted that so much I loved it so much I shouldn't say that like I did but it's not that people women with postpartum depression didn't want their kids like you're not depressed because you had your kids um so that's not a correct um it's not comparable (laughs) basically like uh so I don't know I I feel like I'm just stumbling all over it because I really don't fucking know and I'm trying to act like I know something but I'm just saying like I didn't have that experience so that's why I was like okay that's kind of weird like when she wanted to go out and party and you know she didn't want to be home with her child like I was like oh that's a little weird but you know again I didn't know and and again like (laughs) I don't fucking know what's normal but on top of that I'm like it's not like I've never had those moments like as a mom to, to this day and probably for the rest of my life and the rest of their life I'm gonna have those times those days those periods of time where I'm like what the fuck like what the fuck did I do what did I sign up for <laughs> like goddamn, I just want I just want to go back to my old life for a minute just for a fucking minute just to have some fucking peace and quiet to be able to watch r-rated shows and movies to fucking talk however i want to talk and not worry about if i'm saying bad words or whatever to be able to fuck my husband whenever i want and not wait till they're asleep or not around or whatever like you know just to have that kind of freedom just to do what i want like nothing of what i want is crazy like i'm i've never been a partier or anything like that but i sure as shit can't be my 100 percent true and total self around my kids like I have to be a role model and it's hard (laughs) you know sometimes it's hard because like I just I just want to do me or sometimes it's hard because I just want some fucking peace and quiet and these kids never shut the fuck up and they're like (laughs) extra loud they're at 11 okay so like I got that like I understood that that's what I understood it to be um you know at first at the beginning of the series or the um season but this episode just really kind of showed that it was more deeper than that that that's what i'm trying to get to 
holy shit <laughs> and it showed that you know she really has a problem things really aren't okay and I just really have to give kudos to the actors because they really acted the shit out of that like not much was said between the husband and Tiffany um but you could the way the way <laughs> their tone the way they were talking the way words came out of their mouth their look on their faces the way they moved like all these little things just really sent the message of how they felt and it was very layered and it was beautiful so I loved that that was great um but that was kind of it that was the end of her story um next let's get into Molly's cause yeah she's next tragic um that that just brought me back to the show though <laughs> when that white boy was like you're tragic or some shit like that like oh my god i wanted to jump on him too like what the fuck just because you feel like you have an inner black woman you think he could talk however you want get the fuck out of here anyway so <laughs> with molly we start off um her and andrew are at a work fun- function of hers um and they are just kind of chilling they look like they're having a good time i really love this moment this moment just showed how intimate how loving how attentive andrew is like oh my god i i picked up on this and i was like i i love you like <laughs> that's amazing because what andrew did was accurately pinpoint um the co-workers from all of Molly's stories about what's going on at work based totally completely off of her stories not not seeing them ever before not knowing anything about them he was just scanning the room and was able to accurately pinpoint who was who based off her stories what (laughs) that is so cute that is so sweet like the amount of detail he had to retain and 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 come into and like just pay attention to is just like massive that says so much that says so much it was just so sweet and so romantic like that's one of those things where it's so small and you wouldn't even think to have that like on a list of what you want from your partner but that just says so much and that's so fucking romantic like oh my god that got me right there so um yeah but he's like oh yeah this is so and so of course you know whatever um and one of her co-workers comes up to them and then you know is like oh we're going out for drinks after this function you guys want to come and of course molly's like yeah i want to go and andrew's like ah no (laughs) so uh it was kind of awkward and you know molly kind of talks him into going and andrew says fine he goes and they get back to their place and she's like oh you have fun and he's like yeah but it was kind of like that like yeah but but he didn't say the but (laughs) and molly kind of let it go she's like all right that's cool i'm tired i'm going and i'm gonna chill out in bed he's like cool i've been waiting to watch a show i'm gonna watch it um and she's like no you can't watch that show without me and he gets mad i mean you know i would too but you know at the same time i've been on i've been on both sides so i get it um (laughs) but um 
so they start arguing basically he's like you know i do whatever you want all of the time when will you ever bend for me and do what i want you know like i don't want to go to that thing and you talk me into it if i if it were me if the shoe was on the other foot and i wanted to stay out longer you would have chewed me out you know and so then she's like what the fuck what do you mean like you had a problem when i was working late now i'm bringing you into my work shit and you got a problem with that too he's like no that's not fair don't do that okay that's not what i'm talking about like what you're proving my point like you always gonna have a problem with whatever i do whatever i say so they they start arguing um and it's kind of fucked up. I get what he's saying. I get where he's coming from. It's definitely it's definitely Molly's way or the highway. And that's hard because I don't know. I'm I'm a very like I'm very bendable. I'm very flexible. <laughs> Not bendable, flexible. <laughs> I'm very flexible, but I definitely have my tendencies of like well, this is how shit's going to work. Like you can come on board or you can miss the boat, but this is how it's gonna happen you know I definitely have those times and I'm aware that it can be kind of unfair but I'm also like I know what's best so I don't know what to tell you (laughs) but that's something I have had to I've had to chill out on you know to have a relationship to have a functioning successful relationship you kind of really have to calm that down and you have to be as flexible as you think you are you have to be like a million times more like period point blank if you want to have any relationship with any person but especially a romantic relationship with somebody I mean it it's never ending (laughs) I mean it's never ending you have to be forever more more flexible if you think you're at 100 then you gotta be at 300 that's how it is it really is and um molly's just not like that and andrew kind of is you know he's like i'm really really you know i'm doing i'm doing whatever and i'm not getting that in return you didn't want to go out with my brother i wanted you to come and you did it but you know whenever you need me i'm there when i need you you're not there you know what's the deal and she was really offended by that she was really mad about it but they didn't get to have that conversation because she had to go and tend to tiffany in that search but when they get when she gets back they decide to finish the conversation which did not go well um he's kind of over it he's like we're done we're not on the same page I don't think we're supposed to be together and she's like no like this is the longest either of us have had a relationship like why are you trying to throw this away like we can work at it I can change we can go to counseling we can do this let's work at it and he's like what are you trying to hold on to and she didn't have an answer um, which was telling, I'm, I'm shy. <laughs> I had a ton of fucking answers for her, like what she should be trying to hold on to. And she was just sitting there quiet, crying. And I'm like, God damn, really? Cause this is a great guy. There's a lot to hold on to, but okay. Um, but she had nothing to say and that kind of said it all. Um, so we assume that they are done. 
which is tragic. Um, once again, tra- <laughs> I guess that's the other theme of this episode is fucking tragedy because my god I I was not ready for that like Molly has been rough this season but I understand where she's coming from for a lot of stuff but I I think it all comes down to she needs to be more flexible overall um but man I just thought Andrew was so damn good for her and he's the only one that's like real with her in a very loving way that she just really needs someone who can like bring shit up to her and she can look at herself but I guess that's the thing she doesn't really look at herself she just defends whatever she's doing and that's something she really does need to work on but fuck (laughs) I, I was not ready for that one I was not ready for that one I was team Andrew all the way hoping he'd stay and I don't know we never know like if Isa and Lawrence can get back together who the fuck knows right so speaking of which <laughs> let's get into Isa and Lawrence because Isa's storyline is pretty much all about Lawrence which is just so annoying to me I can't even tell you guys um we start off by learning that Lawrence got the job in San Francisco. Yay! Congratulations! That's great! Whatever! Um, and so then he's like, okay, so, you know, what are we gonna do? Is is distance a deal breaker? And she's like, oh, no, of course not! I love you! So, let me check my attitude. I'm sorry. I'm so annoyed by them. Like, I hate this storyline so much. I can't even express accurately my distaste for this whole thing but let me stop being a bitch about it okay so (laughs) so um yeah he asked if it's a deal breaker she says no and um she's like basically she's like I'll do whatever like I'm just trying to make this work I'm tired of bullshit I just you know I just want to be happy and you make me happy so um he's like you know, can I just say though I hate the way he talks cause I feel like when he talks to her it's very uncertain like it just has this air of like he's trying to play her and I don't know maybe I'm projecting my own feelings on the situation onto it but he's so slow and methodical with his words that it's like why can't you just say what you gotta say it's never like oh great I feel that way about you too or anything like that it's like yeah okay cool because I like that too you know like why are you saying it like that like why are you thinking so hard about it why are you trying to think like five steps ahead like I I don't know I don't know I don't like it anyway (laughs) anyway so he's like okay cool we can have this relationship you know and if it works it works that's what Issa says um so they're just kind of hanging out, having a good time. We see Issa meet up with Nathan. And Nathan, fucking sweetheart. Although I, I'm not rooting for them either, but I'm rooting for them more than I'm rooting for Lawrence. I want another party to come in and be like a stable, sweetheart um, guy that doesn't ghost her and is honest with her and is loving towards her and respectful of her. That's what I want to see happen because none of these guys seem like winners to me. But, um,. If we have to choose between the two, I'm Team Nathan. Um, (laughs) 
I mean, ultimately, I'm team Issa. Let me say that, but I just don't know. Anyway, so Nathan um, apologizes for how he acted or reacted to hearing about Lawrence and Issa being together. And I was like, you don't need to apologize, Nathan. That was the correct response. And you should keep being an asshole to her until she stops dating him. That's how I felt. That's what I said in my head. (laughs) I'm kidding. I never condone anybody being an asshole to anybody, but um, I just hate that relationship. Um, So he apologizes and he's like, you know, I just... I'm apologizing, but also he's basically like, don't get it twisted. You know how I feel about you. I want to be with you, you know, but we can be friends. Well, he didn't say that. Issa was like, can we be friends? You know, and he's like, yeah, no, that's not going to get in the way. We're going to be friends. So I don't know. The <laughs> He said that, but his vibe was definitely like oh, I'm going to make you like me. (laughs) We're going to get together. Just watch. (laughs) And I'm like, he's going to be there waiting in the wings, you know? And Lawrence fucks up. He doesn't call when he's supposed to call or whatever the fuck happens. And he's just like, oh, see, that's what would be happening if he were with me, you know? So they're being steady and uh, romantic and sweet and everything. Like, like, that's the vibe I got from Nathan. Like, nah, we can be friends (laughs) because... I know, <laughs> but he said something that was sweet that I appreciated. He was like, I already know um, your life is complicated as it is, and I'm not trying to add to that. That's meaningful. It's meaningful if people mean it, and I don't know if he means it because I really did get the vibe like he's going to be waiting in the wings. He's going to make it tougher for her, make it tough for her. Um, <laughs> but that's just me basing it off nothing just just vibes (laughs) just vibes maybe maybe some personal experience I don't know but um I do appreciate that he at least was like okay you got a lot of shit and I don't want to be on your shit list like I don't want to be the person adding to that so I I I saw that and I like that um so they just continue their friendship um so then next thing that happens after all the fucked upness with Tiffany Lawrence comes and visits her at her apartment and he's looking real serious and bitches what the fuck did I tell you what the fuck did I tell you I told you this girl Condola has no business needing to talk to Lawrence unless it's something serious like the bitch is pregnant. And what happened? She's fucking pregnant. Okay? <laughs> so he comes to Issa and tells her, like, Condola came by last night. We talked. Once again, he's doing that slow, methodical fucking talking where it's like, get to the point, bitch. What the hell? She came over and what? You fucked her? You guys are back together? Like, what is going on? he took like 20 minutes the whole episode was basically him just trying to say that she's pregnant that's a little bit of an exaggeration but like uh, he's so damn slow I don't understand why anyway <laughs> he comes out and says that Condola is pregnant it is his she is keeping it which I was a little I was a little bothered by him being like why are you gonna keep it like bitch you can't just be throwing 
lives out the window like that just killing babies left and right like I understand people don't necessarily there's a lot of people who don't feel that that is what happens like they don't feel like at a certain stage a baby is a life or a fetus is a life I should say but to me or into a lot of people like that is a life and just because you don't feel that way doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't feel that way so to sit there and be like oh why are you gonna keep it why aren't you getting that aborted I don't believe in that shit (laughs) how about that okay that's not okay with me and my conscience okay um and that's kind of how she felt like I guess she had already gotten an abortion. I missed that story if she ever told it. But she was like, I, I don't feel okay with doing that. I want to keep it. I do actually want kids. Here we are. This isn't the perfect situation, but it is what it is. And I'm going to keep it. And um, she's just kind of like, you can, you don't have to be involved. I don't expect you to be involved, but I did need to let you know. Um, I'm just curious. And this is not a judgment. I'm just very, very curious. Does that happen in real life a lot? Because <laughs> I feel like that happens in shows constantly. Like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> I just had a bunch of video games fall from my shelf that's been up there for like years. So weird that it just decided to fall. Something's trying to get my attention. Um, I don't know. But, um, it used to be in shows where if a woman got pregnant by accident, it was assumed that the guy would have to be part of her life. Nowadays, what always happens in shows is that they're like, yeah, I'm keeping it, but you don't have to be part of the baby's life. And I'm like, does that happen in real life? Wouldn't you want the father to be involved? Like, And plus, what I hear in real life, and I don't know if this is true either, or just the narrative being spun, but like the mom always wants at least the man's money so I'm like confused why on shows and I'm again I'm not saying that any part of this is false it could all be true it could all be false I just don't know and I'm just I just noticed this pattern and I'm very interested to know if that happens a lot in real life where women accidentally get pregnant and they're like yeah I'm gonna tell you but you don't have to be involved (laughs) like okay I know I'm sounding judgmental, but I really don't mean it in a judgmental way. I'm just, it's confusing to me, but if it is, it is, and that's fine too, and I respect that. I don't really care. That's not me, and it's not my life. So, um, anyway, <laughs> I'm going all kinds of tangents. That's what she said, <laughs> and he just is letting Issa know. So Issa has a lot of questions, naturally, like, are you guys going to be together now? He says no. Okay. Um, to me, and I don't think Issa asked this question, but it was a question I had, so I feel like, <laughs> like I thought maybe she asked it, but I don't think she did. But I'm like, what does that mean for your job? Because he was like, her getting pregnant was like before before I took my job, before you and I got together talking to Issa. And so I'm like, okay, so you're saying that like now everything's changed. Like now you're not going to be with Issa and now you're not going to take this job. Like, you know, what's going on? Um, there wasn't really any answers. And Issa's just kind of, 
upset her ideal um her idea of this relationship is dead pretty much um tragic again um she's just like I thought this was it like this is gonna be easy this was gonna be good this was gonna be happy and this is too much this is too fucking much and it is I would like to point out (laughs) I would like to fucking point out that if shit keeps happening to make this man not available to you where he's getting with your at the time good friend or new friend at the very least it almost fucked up your whole block party um he's moving and now he's got a baby by this other woman maybe it's a sign that you guys should not be together right if shit keeps happening maybe the universe is telling you a no um that's all I could think about, but she was upset. Right, you know, I understand. I do understand. I just don't like him for her. Um, but that doesn't change your feelings, you know, whether you love somebody or whatever is going on. So she was really upset. There was no resolution. You know how the uh, fucking insecure has like the best fucking finales and never any resolution. So, um, like, usually with the finales, there's a little bit of resolution towards something, and then they might leave you with, like, a big cliffhanger, but it's all, like, no answers, more questions. So, that we're left with that when it comes to them. We don't really know what's going to go on, if they're going to stay together, if they're not. We don't really know what uh, Lawrence is planning on doing. Uh, is he going to be in this baby's life or not? Um, he just knows he still wants to be with Issa. That's nice. Okay. Um, but I guess this is the little bit of resolution we get. Because we end the show with... Oh, I was like about to cry already. (laughs) Like, it was like the one good thing. We end the show with Molly and Issa finally getting together. Sincerely getting together. And Molly actually reached out to Issa and Issa came and they sat down um, to eat and it just ends with Molly thanking Issa for coming and Issa thanking Molly for reaching out and uh, there's a song playing about can we be friends or some shit (laughs) it was really cute and it just felt really positive you know sometimes everything has to break down Actually, this Marilyn Monroe quote that I love and I live by, where sometimes good things have to fall apart so better things can come together. And that's kind of how I see this. Like, you know, these what these ladies might feel like are good relationships falling apart. So their relationship can come back together, this better thing, and it can grow and be more honest, be more real, be more... um, flexible molly (laughs) you know more giving and loving and they can grow within themselves individually from it and be better partners and and get better i mean molly got great a great guy a great guy she needs to fix herself Issa needs to find a good guy okay (laughs) we're not even reaching for great let's let's just reach for a good guy period um so yeah that's that's kind of the feeling I got with the ending like yeah this shit's all kind of going to hell but 
this much more beautiful thing, much more stable thing, much more real thing, like the real thing, the real relationship of the show that's coming back together to bloom once again. So it was beautiful and it left some hope for me personally. I don't know how other people felt, but I I was like, okay, some hope here because it kind of was a lot. The whole episode was definitely a lot. And it was sad. <laughs> um, but it was really good. It's always really good. Um, but that's it. That's the season finale. I don't know when season five is coming out. I am looking forward to it. Probably not for the next few years or so. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but that that's everything. And I don't think I even have anything more to add. Like... I'm just trying to go over it in my head what else I just I think I've said everything like it just left off on a very hopeful very good note despite all of the other relationships burning down uh very tragically once again tragic (laughs) um so I hope you guys enjoyed the show um and I hope you enjoyed this show if you guys have any questions comments or suggestions you want to talk about uh insecure or anything else um be sure to email me and let's talk let's talk about this shit okay (laughs) email me at themishmash at gmail.com and be sure to check out my facebook at um mishmash podcast and I will catch you guys later bye